0: hello listeners this is the long overdue podcast a production of the decatur public library in decatur texas we got everyone here this is chris and then we got denise hi denise hi and dawn hello
1: I was wondering if you are going to say hello. Yeah,
0: I am. <laughs> hello. And, and we have Pat. Hi, Pat.
2: Hey, Chris.
0: Everybody here in person?
2: Great to be yep. here. <laughs> yes, we are
1: here in person. We're uh-huh. not I'm not here. just phoning not, it yeah, in. Yeah, I'm not phoning
3: this That's in.
0: right. We never phoned it in. So, uh, before we run into any misconceptions, this is not an episode of Do We Like Murder? Even though... Mm. We are talking about, well, not necessarily murders, just mystery writers, right? Not true,
4: murders.
2: Mm. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Mine's not actually a murder. Well, yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Mine's definitely just a mystery. Yeah. Oh, mine's murder mystery.
3: Yeah. Mine was just kind of a mystery. Yeah.
0: And then uh, the one that I got, I didn't even finish. I don't think it was really a mystery. I think it was just a crime story.
2: Huh. Interesting, but I mean,
0: Alafair Burke does write mysteries, and the recipe that I did was from the Ellie Hatcher series. But we don't, we don't have any of those. So oh darn! I, yeah,
2: yeah, we don't have any of mine either.
3: I found mine on the shelf. Yeah,
1: how nice for you. We have, <laughs> you know, what from the one my recipe came from. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we have that one, mm-hmm. uh, but we have a bunch of my author's books. Oh, okay. Is that what you're talking about?
2: Well, I was talking about my author, period.
1: Oh, yeah. So we've got a bunch of her Yeah, her we got books.
2: a
3: bunch. Did anybody like their recipe? Yes. 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 Okay. <laughs> yes, yes. 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 Mm. Mm. Yeah. I've, I've <laughs> so, I went full circle there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Denise? I, uh, it was all right.
4: <laughs>
3: uh,
0: uh. And then what about oh, your?
3: So first off, We each took a recipe from the Mystery Writers of America cookbook, edited by Kate White.
2: Sort of edited by Kate Yeah.
3: Now, we'll get into our issues with Kate White.
0: (laughs) We just have issues with everybody.
2: (laughs) Do today. This is not the first one. No? I don't think.
0: They've done one of these before. Oh, I
2: think you're right. I think this is the second one. From this same group. Yes. From the Mystery 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 Writers of America.
3: Yeah. One, I'm sure they get more mystery writers throughout. And yeah. But, yeah. So that's, when we're talking about recipes, that's what we're talking about. hmm Just to be so clear, because we just started talking like about recipes. Includes, <laughs> right?
2: like... All different kinds of dishes. Mm-hmm. There's appetizers. There's salads. There's soups. There are entrees. There are side dishes. There's there are breakfast. breads. There's breakfast. Oh, right. There's breakfast. Drinks. There are desserts. There's drinks. Mm-hmm. So it's there's lots of possibilities. Um, I use drinks loosely, meaning beverages.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: No, beverages. Not just adult beverages. Right. Just, mm-hmm. Some right. of them are alcoholic. Some of them are not. So, there you right,
2: right. It covers the... The span of beverages, I
3: believe. There's also a little section for metric conversions in here.
2: But surely the mystery writers aren't writing that part, right? I don't Isn't think so. It I just don't know. basic information. <laughs> metric <laughs> yeah. conversions. So yeah. you know, look, metric <laughs> is so much better. Are you a convert? <laughs> oh. Oh, dang. That's that's metric conversions. <laughs> Can I
0: convince never, you that metric I've is better? i never heard that before.
2: Really? That like... If I could convince you that metric is better. Uh, oh, you're convinced. No, I
0: got, I got it's
3: it. A I, I just never, yeah, I never heard it. that before. He got it. Christian doesn't like bad jokes unless they're his. Have you,
2: yeah, I knew he got it. Like, <laughs> <gone. laughs> yeah,
3: help me because
1: I didn't so, get it. I'm like, what,
2: what's <laughs> the, I read this the other day. Um, somebody said in their family they get to laugh at jokes three times. They laugh <laughs> when they hear the joke. And then they laugh when someone explains it. And then they laugh again when they get it. <laughs> and I love like, that. I, I know people about that <laughs> like that. Yeah. Because yeah. you want to laugh the first time because you don't want to be exactly. left out. Right. But then exactly. you really want
1: to know what And then when about. somebody takes
2: the time to explain, it's just polite to laugh then. <laughs> but then later when you really get it, you have to laugh because it's so stinking funny. <laughs> Yeah. Even if it's not funny, it's funny that it took you that line together. And to then get you get it. to yes. laugh
0: again when you tell the joke. <laughs>
4: so Again, <Aww>. full circle. <laughs> <sighs> okay. That's <All> funny. Right. <laughs> I'm
0: pre- the proselytizing for the metric system. Sorry,
4: that was me. <laughs> <laughs>
2: proselytizing for the metric system. Hmm. Okay. <laughs>
1: Okay, so let me just say, with these recipes, uh-huh. I think kind of what my anticipation was, uh-huh. was that these were recipes from their book. Like, uh, like Jan Karen has, mm-hmm. you know, lots of different recipes within mm-hmm. her books, or, you know, the cherry cola burger thing, mm-hmm, right. you know, they have recipes in the books and so i thought that that's what this was going to be about and i think it is a
3: little bit a little i think depending on the author
2: right and so i was not thinking that at all i thought this would be like these are my Mm -hmm. this is my favorite family recipe or something like that that's what i was expecting Mm -hmm. okay and so what i got with my author was this is this character's favorite recipe Mm okay okay so I think I think it really does depend yeah. on the author. I think it, it was went all over. over the place yeah. Yeah. as far as what they what they did and what they shared. Yeah, yeah, what they shared. Well,
0: I think somebody just like my author just made made it up on the spot when mm, they realized yeah. they had to do this.
2: Huh? Like
0: they didn't have a favor. Oh
2: wait, my agent signed
3: me up for this. Yeah. yeah, I just got an email and this is due tomorrow. Dang. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: I mean, it's right there in the explanation. Let me explain
3: to you how to make a pot of coffee. (laughs) That's
2: one of the recipes. What are you talking about, Denise? Let's hear about that pot of coffee. This is the most ridiculous thing. I was so excited excited when I saw this author listed in this cookbook. He
3: is listed as the first author on here. Uh on On the cover. Wickedly good recipes from... Lee Child. Lee Child. Uh-huh. And so you're respected, like respected
2: best selling author. Mm-hmm. And so you're like, ooh, what's that so down? Then you get to his so page, then you get to the
4: last
3: He's one in the book. In the beverages section. And so you're like, ooh.
2: Okay. Yeah. Ooh. What's going so on So here? here? We go. And then
3: you get Lee Child, coffee, pot of one. And there's Whoa. literally two paragraphs. Telling you how to make a pot of coffee. Not I mean, even a
1: little something something added to your coffee. Nope, no. Nope.
0: And not even like something. fancy coffee, like French press or you, anything. It's just like Mr. Coffee drip paper filter. Yep. Wow.
2: <laughs> yeah, you know, talk about phoning hope, it in. I hope
3: Cuisine Art gave him a new coffee maker because he's Cause all like, there's he like, n- a uh, standard mid-range uh, drip machine. Nothing expensive, nothing too cheap either. Cuisine Art works for me. And he makes one cup at a time. Mm-hmm. No, one
1: pot. A one, oh, one pot.
3: Okay. And mm. yes, first fill the jug with water. water. What? Yeah. Versus Sprite, and then yeah, really. and then tip the jug into the machine. Serious. One hundred percent serious. I'm so glad he mentioned that part. <laughs> we
0: wouldn't know what to do otherwise.
1: Right. Sit <laughs> there staring at it. Let's
3: see. Okay, Lee
1: Child, I'm very disappointed in your... um, So
3: then when he talks about the ground coffee, anything from Columbia will do. (laughs) Like,
2: where do you get your coffee? Arkansas?
3: (laughs) 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 Or if you're flush, try Jamaica Blue Mountain coffee. I hope Jamaica Blue Mountain gave him coffee too.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's a plug right there.
3: And then he goes into telling you what kind of mug you should choose.
0: This is great. Yeah, what?
3: yeah. Choose your mug carefully. This is paragraph two. That's <laughs> <laughs> a different it topic. The, yeah, I've you made know. it through the first paragraph. <laughs> Bone china is ideal, fine and translucent if you can get it. Tall, narrow, cylindrical in section. You mean a mug?
4: <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> <laughs> avoid a thick rim and avoid heavy stoneware. Now, here's I think our favorite part. The rim needs to feel like a blade against your lips, and any kind of weight or thickness in the cup will leach heat out of the drink too fast.
2: Wow, Lee Child, thanks for making the time to be part of this project. mm mm-hmm.
0: That he really earned his uh, first billing on that cover
2: there, oh, right? <laughs> Which is why they
1: put him last in the book. <laughs>
3: yeah. So you well, I mean, just toss the book back on the yeah, shelf. Yeah. Because you, you can either start with a pot of coffee or end with a pot of coffee.
2: <sighs>
0: uh. Can you imagine someone picking up this book and and going straight to the Lee Child section?
2: That's what I did. Seeing that this that whole, is exactly what I did. Did you think thought, that the whole book was a joke? A, I can do can do a recipe from Lee Child. I can have an excuse to reread one of those Jack Reacher <laughs> books and we can talk about that cuz I love those. Blah.
0: And what's funny is is just <laughs> it's, it's a recipe for something that Pat
3: hates. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah, that was that too. <laughs>
2: Well, so, as I was looking through, yes, the first one I went to was Lee Child, a pot of coffee. I despise coffee. So then, as I was looking through, another of my favorite authors is Laurie R. King. That's right. And her recipe is, Denise? Mrs. Hudson's coffee sheet cookies.
3: Coffee. Messing up cookies. I totally made these, by the way. And I read the lore. So tell working. us about that, Denise. About the recipe? Whatever. <laughs> about,
4: about all of it.
3: About all of it. All of it. It was all bland. Ooh. The story was bland. Ooh. The recipe was nothing special.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And this is one of those things that I was reading the ingredients. So I'm like, I can do this. I am a vegan. And so I had to change up one thing in here. So, I don't use eggs. And so, I used applesauce as their cookies. Mm -hmm. And it was nothing special. Like, Mm -hmm. I could have made this just sitting there looking at my ingredients at home and be like, what am I going to do? Throw it together. Throw it together. Mm -hmm. And it was just, I also thought that um, she put a half a teaspoon of ground cinnamon, and that was way too little.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah, that's not very much.
1: No, I
2: put that in there, and I was like, "What is this mess?" So this made <laughs> you said sheet cookies. So uh-huh. it so it made one sheet pan. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's not much cinnamon for that Mm-mm. to spread over that. So did you add yeah. you? You said you added cinnamon, right? Mm-hmm. And still, it was, it was just right. about right. Yeah, right, nothing special. Nothing special. Wow. Did you want to
0: add anything else to it? Yeah. <laughs>
3: so it comes with raisins and then after I made it I was like man I should have jazzed this thing up and thrown some nuts in there Yeah. yeah
0: to unblandify it yeah and the story too
3: yeah.
2: you said something about craisins
3: yeah. too right oh yeah I was like I, you know cup of raisins I could have gotten golden raisins and yeah. regular raisins would it have and been a good pan raisin a and good like just recipe made a mix.
1: with coffee like a breakfast cookie kind of thing
3: yeah. I mean, there was coffee in it, mm-hmm. and I ate them with coffee. <laughs> there you go.
0: Well, I was going to save for maybe for a better cookie and a better story, just throwing a few nuts.
2: That's right. Uh, <laughs> jazz that up, too. Uh, so, so one of the things that we were talking about the other day, Denise, you said this was a totally bland recipe. Mm-hmm. Why would you choose this? And – what occurred to me, it's Mrs. Hudson. So Lori R. King writes this series mm-hmm. of Sherlock Holmes and Mary Russell. And, and it's about this young woman who becomes kind of, Sherlock Holmes becomes kind of her mentor. Mm-hmm. And then after she grows up, they get married and go off and have adventures. And so Mrs. Hudson is the housekeeper, mm-hmm. still, like she was back mm-hmm. in the in the traditional, the the Sherlock Holmes that are really Sherlock Holmes, you know. Yeah. Um, so what occurred to me is this would be a recipe that Mary Russell would totally love because she can't cook. So anything is great that turns out right Mm -hmm. that tastes okay yeah that tastes okay so and this has coffee so which is not a usual thing in a cookie it's got that little bit of cinnamon Mm -hmm. it's got you know this and that and so maybe this is something that she and Sherlock Holmes really like because she can't cook and she doesn't know the difference of something that's bland and normal and so it would have made a little really more spectacular sense if she had neat. called
3: it Mary Russell's coffee sheet cookies because I don't think Mrs. Hudson would put her name to this. <laughs> oh well.
2: Okay. So yeah. So my thought was Mrs. Hudson didn't put this in the cookbook. Mary Russell put it in for <laughs> yeah. her and put her name on it. That was that was my theory. <laughs> but you didn't like what you read either.
3: No, I read. Because this was Mrs. Hudson's copy sheet cookies, I read Mrs. Hudson's Case from Mary Russell's War and Other Stories of Suspense by Laurie R. R. King. And it's relatively short. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, what? Uh, like, that was pretty much exactly as I was reading
2: it. What?
3: Uh, so, do you hmm. like
2: Sherlock Holmes stories? Yes, I okay. do.
3: Um, the premise of the story is Mrs. Hudson goes to Sherlock because someone's been breaking in, but not really taking anything of value, just sort of Mm -hmm. like taking a little bit of food or a needle and thread. Like, obviously someone's breaking in because they need things, Mm -hmm. but she doesn't know who, so she wants to find out who because she wants to help them. Okay. Because if they're breaking in to steal food, like, they obviously need help. Mm Mm-hmm. And Sherlock is too busy, and so he won't do it. And so Mary Russell's like, "I'll help you," and she sets up a little camera with, you know, a little booby trap camera. So whenever they get into the pantry, a picture is taken of them. Smith doesn't know where to go to get it developed. Sherlock goes off because two kids were kidnapped and disappeared or whatever, and so he's gonna go solve that. And I'm like, "Oh, it's those two kids." Oh. <laughs> And then I finished reading the story and I was, oh, it was those two kids. <laughs> and I was like, here we are. he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, That's exactly that was it. Okay. Mrs. Hudson help them. <laughs>
4: mm. Hmm.
0: Okay. That really sounds un unremarkable.
4: hmm
3: Yep.
0: Just like the cookies. Yep. Mm-hmm.
3: So I probably will not be reading anything further from Laurie R. King.
0: weren't you really excited to read this story too?
2: Well, it's, you thought right. you
0: thought that oh yeah, I think this is going to be this is going to be all right. Yeah.
2: So I will just say that I really like Laurie R. King, the Mary Russell series. Anyway, mm-hmm. because really just because of the premise that she pairs up Sherlock Holmes with a. With a female detective who is just as smart as he is, mm-hmm. and then who learns his techniques and is just as good as he is. And so, you know, I like their stories, but. Yeah. The, you know, it's like any other author. They're not even necessarily, mm-hmm. they're not all great. So I'm sorry that you got yeah, a I gotta, not so good I one got, to read <laughs> I as an a example. Dead. <laughs> A (laughs) dud.
1: So I was very methodical about mine. Yeah. So we also have this book called Manhattan Mayhem. And it's short stories from a lot of different authors.
2: Also from the... Mystery Mystery Writers? writers? It it is Mystery Writers of America. Well, see, and my thought when we got this and kind of decided to do this was that they would match up somehow, Mm -hmm. and they really didn't. Mm. There were a handful of authors that were in both, but most weren't. Mm -hmm. So yours was in both. So I went through and Uh looked. Oh, you matched up. I did. Okay. I looked for recipes that were
1: in there and that were in here, you know, had the author's story Mm -hmm. in here. Um, And I finally settled on one by Margaret Maron. Is that how you'd say her name? Mm M-A-R-O-N. That's how I would say her name. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's called, her um, short story is Red-Headed Stepchild. And I loved it. (laughs) It was awesome. (laughs) Huh? Tell us about it. Yeah, so um, it starts off with this these two girls who are kind of confused as twins, but, um, the mom of the one, uh, died. And so it's their stepsisters, you know, so the dad and her move in with the mom and the other girl into their house, or they find a place that's kind of in a, nicer part of town and all that and so she's kind of taken out of her home environment and they move into this new place and um it's kind of like the cinderella story mm-hmm. the uh, the daughter from the mom is uh, spoiled kind of mm-hmm. gets what she wants and you know a lot of attention and all this stuff well the mom is also kind of freaky about stuff and so the girl comes home with lice and she, the mom is like really mad because this really nice school and she's mm-hmm. getting lice mm-hmm. and you know all this stuff well she can't get rid of it they'll treat her they take her to this nice hair salon and they treat her for this and then she comes down with it again
4: mm. and
1: she can't get rid of the slice <laughs> and so the daughter the dad's like i don't want you getting it so he ships her back to the old housekeeper and where she wants to be anyway mm-hmm. and um so she's been living there and then you know the daughter other daughter comes down with lice again and she's like oh well i guess i'll have to stay longer and so she ends up staying longer and it really ends up being a scheme the daughter with the dad she goes and she picks lice off of a kid that she's like reading stories to and she takes it back I loved that it's like she's like so totally manipulative and uh and she's hoping that her and her dad can you know his dad her dad will get fed up with the woman and they'll move back
4: Oh man, yeah
1: I just love that like this was so awesome I was not expecting that at all so I liked my book or my short story. And it was only like four pages or something. It was super, super short. <laughs> so the recipe I tried was not, was not from this. It's called Granny Knots Baked Toast. It's baked French toast. Oh. So it was good. Um, my son and I liked it. My husband did not like it. Um, it reminded us of monkey bread.
4: Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, so I made it all the night before. It's got to sit all night. Um, I cut back on the sugar a little bit because it was a lot of sugar. Uh, because it asked for syrup and sugar.
0: Um, what kind of bread What did
1: you use? She's just said a thick bread. So I got some French bread and cut it oh. in, in thick slices. Mm-hmm. But if you used regular bread, she said just to use like two pieces so that it was... Zucker. Extra thick, okay. okay. And you kind of put the the um, sugar and stuff in the bottom, and then you put the bread on, and then you mix up all the egg and vanilla. So and you all don't that make stuff.
2: French toast. It's like a casserole sort of thing. Yes. That, that tastes like French toast at the end, maybe.
1: It tastes like monkey bread. Okay.
2: It's yes. supposed to taste like French toast, but it doesn't. Yes. Okay. So
1: here's the issues I kind of came came across. I like doing things the night before. Mm -hmm. I don't do it a lot, but I like it because the next morning you can just put it in the oven. But it's been in the refrigerator all night, so you Mm -hmm. have to let the pan temper so that you you can't just put it right in. And then I think that causes it to have to cook a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. And the reason my husband didn't like it is because it was soggy Uh. when we were eating it. But we, Zach and I loved it. But after we finished breakfast, there was still quite a bit left probably at least half the pan mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. I flipped it all over ah. and put it back in the oven that wasn't on it was mm-hmm. still just warm and let it crisp up oh my gosh it was like cake <laughs> I mean that you can pick up and eat it you know like a little I don't know just put in your lunch kind of thing and <laughs> and then it's got all the egg in it and right. it's a little sweet thing so it's really and- healthy yeah, yeah. protein
2: right there right. In your cake.
1: <laughs> yeah so after i did that he my husband never tried it again okay so he was over it um <laughs> yeah but i would make it again but i would somehow try to turn it over so that i could get it more done okay um and i would so probably maybe
2: two pans the same size if you could just flip, flip it, it into the other one yeah and then bake it a little
1: more yeah because the top was all yeah. gooey you know yeah. from all the stuff and then yeah i think that would be really good i would also add nuts hmm. see a little yeah a few okay. nuts we just need to add nuts to everything
0: <laughs> yep just okay. add nuts to everything
2: mm-hmm. hmm. yeah I'm a uh and no person as well as cut co- no coffee
4: so <laughs> we'll just we'll just leave it here okay.
1: well and you could add other things you know you could add raisins or you you mm-hmm. know maybe okay. even chocolate chips there Who you knows? go i mean you could add, add some chocolate. Chocolate, oh, chips. chocolate chips
3: yeah. <laughs> with your eggs yeah what well <laughs> so, wait till you hear
0: my recipe
1: <laughs> but let me let me just say there was one recipe in here that i make quite often okay and I can't remember what they called it, so give me those, a second.
2: The crackers? It was. Where are those?
0: Oh, oh. Those The firecrackers? or?
2: Was that Sandra Brown? Like that? that was Sandra Brown. Yeah, that Brown. was Sandra Brown. <laughs> Sandra Brown, almost as bad as Lee Child about phoning it in. <laughs> it mm-hmm. seemed like a lot of mm-hmm. the big names were. Really? I guess I didn't look at that many, but yeah, I was disappointed. Sandra Brown, surely well, you cooked it, something.
1: Mystery crackers. I
2: That's what you. they are. I
3: mean, <laughs> so <laughs> they're very mysterious.
1: <laughs> my hey. recipe is called firecracker crackers. There you go. Or Alabama firecrackers or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm. So it's just, you know, regular saltine crackers and you pour oil in them and ranch dressing mix. I know it sounds like it would not work and the, the crackers would get soggy, but they don't. And they're really good. So So I'll have to make those. You put all
2: this stuff together and then you put the crackers in a big Ziploc or something and and shake it around. Shake it all up. Just so that it gets all coated. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then what do you do with those crackers? You eat them. Like you don't have to bake them, you don't have to no. spread them out. They...
3: <laughs> no, you don't huh. have to do anything. So
2: that's just, just a step up above the pot of coffee. Yeah. I see. Yeah. So it's you just, just, a... just carry your bag with you and reach in and it's eat. Just shake However, and
0: bake, but there's no bake,
2: <laughs> right? <laughs> so just shake, <laughs> just
1: shaking it. However, yeah. I do think this is a step up from the coffee uh-huh. because they're so good. They really oh. are good. Okay. Um so, you can put them with soup. You can eat them with a salad. Oh, you yeah. can
2: have them with chili. You can could be at fancy and use Ritz crackers too. Um, no. no. Okay. Um, no fancy version. No fancy no. version. <laughs> okay.
1: I'll make them for you and then you'll understand. Uh, they have enough seasoning and all that and, and they're super good. Okay. But you can just probably fill up just eating crackers. But, of course, I like spicy, so I put extra spice in there. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm not sure if y'all would like the, that part the of fire it. firecracker.
4: That's the firecracker. I would like yes. that. Yes. Yeah. Of the cracker. Yep.
1: <laughs> All right.
0: <laughs> so would you say that recipe you made is a breakfast, or is it more like a dessert?
1: Um, I think it could be either. It could be kind of like a bread pudding,
0: Yeah, I also think. That sounded okay. kind of mm-hmm. like to yeah. me.
1: It's been a long time since I've made a bread pudding, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah. that's what, exactly what it sounds like.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Hmm.
4: hmm. All
2: right.
1: So, definitely either one. I think it would be for me more of a special day breakfast, okay. mm-hmm. like Christmas yeah. or yeah. Mm-hmm. something like that. You right. get up, you put that in the oven, mm-hmm. and then you don't have to worry mm-hmm. about that part of it. Oh,
4: yeah.
0: Sounds nice. So okay. <clears throat>
1: I wonder. You next? You me now, yeah. to next now I'm thinking how I could could modify it. Maybe if you laid bacon down on it in the bottom of it, and then <laughs> put <laughs> all that on, and made like
2: a. So you need Snoop Dogg's recipe, that's right, for billionaire bacon, that's right, to put in the bottom. Uh-oh. I just Uh-oh. forgot about this today. We need a you to get mentioned Snoop Dogg's yes. cookbook yesterday. Snoop Dogg I released this the cookbook,
3: I and I want it. So this is a it is not a Snoop. it is not a vegan cookbook, is, but I no, don't care. <laughs> See, when I, when, I'm not going to make anything from it. <laughs> I'm just going to read it and be like reading it in Snoop Dogg's voice, and it's yeah. gonna be the best thing ever. <laughs>
0: I'm just going to say, when I heard there was a Snoop Dogg cookbook, I thought it was like a, you know.
3: Like how to use weed in your cooking? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh. I thought that maybe it was that kind of
0: cookbook. (laughs) because
3: <laughs> snoop dog had a show with martha stewart about cooking okay so you know what he's legit
0: okay i just i remember <laughs> he's that so legit i remember that one time i think it was at the, the academy awards or something like that and he had special brownies that were like 50 dollars mm. a brownie or
4: something like <laughs> oh that. my word yeah. good
1: grief
0: and i'm pretty sure that was supposed to be a joke maybe i don't know
2: maybe <laughs> so this is a real book it's from chronicle books it's right. called from crook to cook Snoop Dogg's Billionaire's Bacon Recipe. And it's platinum recipes from the Boss Dogg's Kitchen, 50 mm-hmm. recipes. So the Billionaire Bacon has, I, I can't read you this whole paragraph because I can't say those words. Um, <laughs> yeah. I was yes. wondering if that there was a
4: little bit of that but in there. It's, it's yep.
2: brown sugar, black pepper, red pepper flakes, and thick-cut bacon. That's what you put on your thick-cut bacon to make. Snoop Dogg's billionaires' bacon mm, recipe. That sounds good. Tell me again
1: what it was. You put pepper and what else? Red
2: pepper? Black pepper, red pepper flakes, and light brown sugar. Yeah. And you bake it.
1: I would, yeah. I mean, and I would then try it could once. You line your casserole <laughs> with you that go. and put. <laughs> yes. The I'm not sure about them. the extra brown sugar on oh, the yeah. bacon. Uh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So I would try it once, though. I usually try a recipe once the way that it's written. Right. And, and then, then I'll modify then, it yeah. from there. Okay. But yeah, I I like to modify okay. things. But yeah, that sounds good. Mm-hmm. That does
0: yeah. sound good. It does sound good.
1: <laughs> All right. So,
3: we're bringing in More another protein. cookbook. <laughs> That's right. I was like, well, you got you to get it, and then we'll have to make something from Snoop Dogs cookbook.
4: Uh, well, somebody will, will be uh-huh. making this bacon, uh-huh. I'm sure. Because,
0: uh, anyway, I had breakfast food as well. Oh, okay. Um, oh. Let me see that sure. book there. And I, I, do, I was not nearly so methodical as... As some of you here, I just uh, I just flipped through there until I found a recipe that sounded good. I'm like, I'm making this recipe, and
1: it wasn't the coffee, was it? And
0: it'll be, no because I make that recipe every day
2: <laughs> that exact recipe <laughs> yes. minus the bone china,
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I believe in the uh, in the importance of the right cup, but I think that's a personal thing. I don't think yeah. that if there's one like, like, you have to have this kind of <laughs> cup.
3: Yeah, a specific kind of cup. And I'm definitely
0: not going to sharpen the the mouth of my coffee cup yeah. so that it feels like a bleed on my lips. Because that sounds like <laughs> that
1: painful. a bad well. scene all yeah. And that would not look very pretty, no. <laughs> I was going to say. it would not. Okay.
0: So I was slipping through here, and uh, I just saw this title. It's Ellie Hatcher's Rum Soaked Nutella French Toast.
4: Mm.
0: Um, and it was by Alifair Burke. Uh, Who writes that is Ellie Hatcher series of novels. uh, New York Police Department detective. Um, And I couldn't find any books or any stories with Ellie Hatcher. I was disappointed because it sounds like I would like Ellie Hatcher. Um, So I got another story that I didn't end up reading and I'll, I'll go into that. <laughs> but I, I had explained that uh, I think that she got this notification about uh, having to do this little entry in this cookbook and just kind of came up with something on the spot.
4: Hmm. Uh,
0: she says Ellie Hatcher doesn't cook. Um, she eats, but she doesn't cook. Uh-oh. And she likes to drink. Um, it's usually Johnny Walker Black or Rolling Rock or Wine. Um uh, So she put all that together, and she thinks, based on all that, that she would inhale a plate of rum-soaked Nutella French toast. So it sounds Mm -hmm. to me like, like, hmm, let me think about this for a second. Yeah. yeah, this sounds like a good.
3: She got a, <laughs> she got an email from her agent that said, "Hey, you remember that thing we talked about? It's due tomorrow. It's due tomorrow." <laughs> so, and she went, "Oh." Yeah. So that gives me the impression. Let, that, go to my kitchen right now. Google yeah. recipes yeah. Yeah. with alcohol. With yeah. Cooking. <laughs> or let me just Google recipes and then I'll just add alcohol to it. Oh, Right. Well, just, <laughs> yeah. And then it's my recipe.
0: <laughs> so yeah, no, I saw the you know, um, saw the recipe. It sounded pretty good. I. Uh, I like you know French toast, and I usually like Nutella and I've never had French toast like this before it was actually. Remarkably good. I really like oh, this. I would recommend good. it <laughs> <laughs> And uh, my wife doesn't really like French toast, and she really liked this.
1: So this yeah. was regular French toast, not baked like mine.
0: No, it was like in a, yeah in a pan. okay cooked.
1: Okay.
0: Um, and I never made it you know with this these ingredients either. Um, obviously, I'd never made French toast with rum before. Uh, but also it called for uh, French like a French type bread. Not French mm-hmm. bread like that you eat with, mm-hmm. you know, butter and pasta or whatever. But um, brio, I guess it's brioche mm-hmm. or challah. Um, I got brioche. And oh,
2: challah bread khala. Is, is a is a Jewish bread. They have it at like every time I've been to a synagogue to a worship service. Mm-hmm. After the service, you share challah bread. Okay. And so, like everybody takes a little bite, and it it's, it's kind of a community sharing. Thing and it's sweet afterwards. and kind of cake-like. It, well, what I've had is not really sweet. There might be a little bit in okay. it, but it's less sweet. But I guess there's probably var mm-hmm. variations.
0: Variable. Um, yeah, I'm. I got brie. I guess it's brioche or brie. Uh-huh. Brioche. I don't know. Brioche. Brioche. Yeah, um, and it was kind of Swedish, like sweet. Is like not a Swedish. Um, not Swedish. Um, sweet. It's a, a French style it's bread, sweet. and it's like a cake, so it's yeah, oh. it's already sweet. And then you add all these uh, the eggs, milk, vanilla extract, the typical stuff, and then um, two tablespoons of dark rum. Okay, uh, which is
4: not
1: too
3: too much. That didn't
0: sound like very much to me, so I added three tablespoons.
3: <laughs> <laughs> wait 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 wait. Three tablespoons total, or you added three tablespoons to the two, no, therefore so five did. tablespoons. <laughs> just, just clarify. No, I just I added, know.
1: I
0: added one extra tablespoon. Okay.
1: <laughs> that was a good question. Because I was, was like, wait, 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 wait.
3: Yeah.
0: And then, you know, you cook it in butter, and then it says, you know, add whatever you like, powdered sugar, maple syrup, berries, whatever. Um, you essentially make sandwiches out of the bread with the Nutella. You oh, just, okay. And my slices were too thick. Because it came pre-sliced, and I think that it uh. wanted them to be like a quarter inch or third, three-eighths inch.
2: Let's I, see. Get my root. Yeah. Let me get my
0: metric conversions <laughs> <laughs> for this. All this eighths and quarters stuff. Let's do, let's just divide everything by ten. No, my, mine were probably about a half inch. So I think it was too thick. And all these, there's way too much of this ingredient, this mixture. Like, it says eight eggs, three cups of milk.
2: Holy cow. I
0: made all these sandwiches with these thick
2: yeah.
0: slices, and I still had just, like, a
2: big, exactly a big a big right. tub of
0: stuff. I made it again the next day, and I still had a bunch left over. Oh. I would probably use half of the ingredients, except for the rum. I'd use the same amount <laughs> <laughs>
4: had <laughs> a
1: little more. <laughs> I used... Uh, so that'd be a good brunch. Yeah. You, you cook
0: it after, you know, you cook it. Yeah. But after you mix it, so it's not like there's really any alcohol in there, which makes it even funnier because it's not like, it's not like Ellie Hatcher is getting...
3: Hammered uh, while well, she's eating well, this, Right. Unless she's having
0: a <laughs> serving of rum on the side.
3: Yeah.
0: Um. But I got Cruzon uh, Blackstrap, which is actually like really awesome dark rum that's not even that expensive. Um, but it's got, like, a lot of the natural molasses flavor hmm. in it. And, that, and I think that really added a lot hmm. to this. Well,
4: probably, so yeah.
3: don't be cheap in your rum is basically what yeah. I'm... Yeah. Like, super cheap.
0: Yeah, don't get, like, yeah, don't get garbage. Right. I, I like, I don't think that I would make it with any other yeah. rum unless... Nice,
3: moderately priced, good, tasting rum.
0: But, yeah, the Black Blackstrap was really good. Captain uh, Morgan? Uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> I thought that was fancy rum. <laughs> <laughs> the kind with the pirate on this side
4: yeah <laughs> no. it's more of a spiced rum it I would think.
0: probably yeah. be good with kraken if you if you ever drink kraken it would probably kraken? be good too
1: i don't know what
2: that is it's a, it's a i know about it's release a spiced a rum <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> but the cruzon is not it's not spiced it's just naturally tastes like that and it's awesome um and it was perfect for, the, for this recipe. And I was thinking it would be actually really good if you made like maybe a glaze or a butter sauce with the rum so that you could like have something to to I'm either it coat it up. with or, or, yeah, dip it in kind of like a whiskey butter hmm. sauce, except instead be a rum. So butter. like so
2: mm-hmm. my mom's rum cake. You didn't put sauce syrup on it at mm-hmm. all.
0: Mm-hmm. No, like I didn't any use any. Nope.
2: You You ate it. And it was super sweet. We cooked it, we made the, the little sandwiches, and that's how you ate it. Yep. Okay. Okay.
0: Yeah. You just cook it until it's nice and golden and mm-hmm. puffy. And, and the yeah, the Nutella's nice and warm. And it's already really sweet because the bread is sweet. Right. And it's got Nutella in it. And we we added a little powdered sugar on the top. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's it. And it was just awesome cool. just like that. So we were thinking, like, oh, yeah, we should make this for Christmas. Or something when we go over to, to family, you know, I can make the breakfast. And- so be a
1: nice, them out for yeah. Oh yeah, the one recipe yeah. for all those people.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. If I was gonna do it, I would use this recipe and just buy more bread because there was I did not possibly use all of the the mixture. Yeah, and it, it didn't even say to like soak the bread. It just said just leave it in there for a little bit while the butter melts until both sides are wet. I was like, maybe if I soaked the bread all the way through, I yeah. might get well, through most of this. A lot of, of
2: uh, French toast recipes I've seen, they want you to use dry bread mm-hmm. so that it can soak up a whole lot of your mixture. Mm-hmm. So maybe that would be a thing to do.
0: Too. Maybe let the bread dry out a little bit yeah. first. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Hmm. I could see hmm. that.
0: Hmm. Um, but yeah, in the store, okay. so I'll, I thought, I. it's too bad we don't have any of Ellie Hatcher because I thought <coughs> that sounded like something I might be interested in reading. Uh, We do have a book called Long Gone by Ella Mm Fairbrook. Not in that series, but it's a novel. And I got a short story on my Kindle that I was going to read because it was really short. Also, not Ellie Hatcher, but it was a little too real that I was (laughs) interested in reading at the time. I was like, not in a place where I wanted to read something that that was that that real. Um, It was about, you know, it's about a. uh, a female detective as well, and she's going undercover as a prostitute, okay, and mm-hmm. it kind of goes south and she gets taken and raped and wow. I read a few pages, and I was just like, eh. I mean, it's you know it's a real mm-hmm. a real thing, and I'm sure that it addresses some some issues and is
4: yeah
0: a, you know mm-hmm. a pretty heavy story, but I just was like, eh. yeah, it doesn't really go with the French toast oh, that's
2: oh. what I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah Didn't didn't go with the recipe, yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. So, um, yeah, but I'll, I would be interested in, in checking out some of her books.
3: So, what's it long stuff. gone about?
0: I don't know. <laughs> Did not, you read
2: a chapter? Did I you? don't want to read this
0: whole dust jacket. Did right you now.
2: start it? No. You just have it I have sitting it. in front of you. Well, I
0: thought it would be easier to start it if I had it with me. But I didn't.
3: So... <laughs> The
4: is so like
2: didn't really do the assignment. <laughs> yes, I did. He, he tried.
4: <laughs> I tried. One story was oh, okay. just
2: too much. I oh, made okay. an.
4: I, made and an I an effort, and that
2: and the the other other kind
4: of ruined the other thing. Kind of exactly with like
3: you. exactly like Laurie R. King here. I read one story, and I was like, that was bland, and now I don't. I don't care.
4: Okay. <laughs> I picked.
0: Okay. I picked it for the recipe.
3: Yeah,
4: you know.
0: <laughs> and and like I said, I'll. I'll I will check Ellie Hatcher out. I will someday. someday. <laughs>
1: well, All let right. me just say this: um, short. This
3: book of short stories. Uh-huh.
1: I really liked it. I've gotten through probably about half of it.
3: They sound really interesting. Yeah, like that. That for sure. Like when I was looking so at, tell it, us I was the like,
2: title again.
1: Manhattan Mayhem.
2: Okay, so, it is edited by Mary Higgins Clark. Okay. Uh, so and they're they're all set
3: like in different sections of New York, yes. right in yes. Manhattan.
1: Uh huh. Exactly. So um, and they're they're just all you know different stories. The one that uh, I remember about Jack Reacher, I was kind of excited. Mm-hmm. I've not read anything mm-hmm. um, about you know his stories, and I, so I was interested in reading it. And that that one was like, huh? Hmm. It was not really very great I guess I wonder
2: if you need context I was about to ask oh, Jack, Reacher, Jack Reacher is so much in my mind Jack Re- the Jack Reacher books are such character driven stories even mm-hmm. though it's there's always this action stuff going mm-hmm. on and there's some mystery that's solved but if he weren't who he is it wouldn't be interesting mm-hmm Okay, but because of who he is, yeah, that makes the story interesting. Yeah, that's kind and of so what I was... In a short story, I would think if you don't have that background, right? If you yeah, who be. he is and where he's coming from, it's kind of eh, yeah. I would because
1: I'm like I need more yeah. substance. There's yeah. just not yeah. Mm-hmm. It was just weird. Um, but yeah, the rest of them for the most part are really mm-hmm. good. Okay, and I love them because they're
3: short short stories <laughs> like short See, short stories
1: not yeah. like here's a 50 page long short story exactly it's like four or five pages hey, yeah wow. and i'm thinking i'm reading these things going how are they going to finish this in <laughs> one more page and they do and it's like oh my gosh that was so good
0: <laughs> they finish it in one page and it's actually good It's
1: good. Yes. <laughs> all right Pat. maybe it's just because i've needed adult Books. <laughs> I don't know. So yeah. So
2: Sometimes you do. I mean, if you spend your time reading children's books and and YA books, uh-huh. once in a while you do kind of need just grown up material.
4: And this sounds like yeah.
3: the like the perfect blend of that. A few pages. Yes, tells you a grown up story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: that's right. One <laughs> and done. And if you didn't like it you move on You just yeah. yeah you're not you're not sucked in it's and like, feel obligated to go right. ahead and read the other 200 pages
1: exactly which so. i feel that way with a couple books i am reading <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: oh, I've, gotten, anyway. I've gotten better about being like i don't have time I'm, it's, I'm, I'm here i've gotten to the middle this hasn't gotten any better i'm out yeah oh man i, I wish i could do that. i used to I not know. be able to oh, do that I but as i've got it. like i'm just like You know, life's too short for a bad book, and I'm done here.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm moving on to something else. Yeah. That's true.
3: Yeah.
2: All
0: right, what did you do, Pat?
2: (laughs) Okay, well, I found Rita Lakin, and she is a really interesting woman. She's the author. She um, spent most of her career as a screenwriter, Like, in the 60s, she began writing. She was on Dr. Kildare, Peyton Place, The Doctors. And then um, she was the story editor, head writer for The Mod Squad back in the late 60s. She did um, uh, some made-for-TV movies and miniseries. She was the head writer. She developed Flamingo Road so that's kind of her background and then when she kind of retired from doing all that she started writing these sort of cozy but not your usual blue hair cozy mysteries Mm -hmm. so her whole premise (laughs) it's the gladdy what blue hair (laughs) well it paints it's not a picture. Jessica Fletcher okay <laughs> this is not your nice little old lady in in Maine so the the premise that it's Gladdy Gold series and Glady, short for Gladys not really short I guess but her Cuter. name is is Gladys Gladdy <laughs> yeah um she based this whole group of of Jewish retired ladies who live in Fort Lauderdale in a condo. It's like the Golden Girls eyes Agency or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she based these women on her mother and her friends <laughs> who live in... All right, sorry, I thought I knew I could remember this. Um, crud, I can't find it. Who live not in Fort Lauderdale but somewhere in Florida mm-hmm. in a condo mostly Jewish women so it's it's just so funny there's yiddish in the middle of it, <laughs> it they're all you know it's the it's it's some some very stereotypical behavior but some, but this woman Gladys Gold is just a firecracker she's she's smart and observant and willing to to just step into stuff and say, look, this is not right, and we need to take care of this. And so in the very first one, getting old is murder. <laughs> they all start with getting old, something, something. Um, she... There are two women in their um, condos who have died under, the, they had heart attacks, and of course, they're all old, so mm. nobody's really saying, oh, suspicious, suspicious, right. mm. but she thinks it's suspicious, and so she starts kind of on the side, on the sly, investigating, and discovers that they were murdered. And so she and her friends, her sister, and then two or three other ladies who live there in the condos kind of make up gladdies, gladiators. <laughs> yeah, that's what they call themselves. <laughs> and they um, they start trying to solve this mystery. And it's it's a twist you wouldn't see coming in the first <laughs> one, getting old is murder. Um, but there's this there's this little bit in the first one, this little bit of of a love interest. For Gladi, so and that kind of develops over the series, and so we don't have these books, but they some of them are available through our partner libraries. So I got a couple from North Richland Hills, and I think Saginaw has one or two, so you know, but they're just fun, um, and the characters are very interesting. Um, The book I want to read by her, I haven't found yet, so I'm going to order it through Interlibrary Loan, see if I can borrow it from somewhere else. And it's her memoir, and it is called, let me find it, The Only Woman in the Room, I believe is the the title of it. And so it's talking really about her experience as a screenwriter, being one of the only Mm -hmm. women who was a screenwriter in, in California during the 60s, 70s kind of early 80s I guess is when she was doing most of this so I think that would be a really really interesting Mm -hmm. book to read so that's her and her recipe was lemon poppy seed sponge cake that sounds good. And I love lemon poppy seed like pound cake. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever tried to make a sponge cake and I even had to go look up what that really is supposed to be mm-hmm. because I didn't know. So tell I would us. imagine it was a lighter, fluffier mm-hmm. kind of thing. Uh-huh. And sure enough, that's what it is. Okay. So um she says this is a Family recipe from Glady Gold and her merry band of adorable senior lady private eyes, whose agency motto is never trust anyone under seventy-five, which is ridiculous because her younger sister who is part of the group is 73. So I don't know. <laughs> <Can't Hester. laughs> That's just silly. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so the recipe, the little information says this recipe takes maybe 15 minutes, give or take a few, depending on age and mobility, and if you forgot to preheat the oven. Let me just say that any recipe where you have to soak poppy seeds and divide eight eggs is not going to be 15 minutes mm-hmm. or less, or give or take a few.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And it should not end, and that's it. Easy peasy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. That should, that is not how a recipe that involves soaking seeds and dividing uh-huh. eggs should end. It just That shouldn't. many
3: eggs. That's yeah, a lot of eggs. 8
2: eggs. Also, divided. I feel
3: a little personally like attacked eight? with the if you forgot to preheat the oven and I'm just
2: like <gasps> Because I always forget to preheat the oven. Like almost two years ago, well, more than two years ago, our oven started doing weird things like sometimes it would heat and sometimes it would just turn itself off when it got too hot or got (laughs) tired or whatever. And so we finally got our son out of college and we were able to buy a new oven. This oven takes forever to preheat. And I always grew up, you didn't preheat your oven, you turned it on, you stuck your stuff in and when it was done, it was done. Right. Well, you can't do that with this oven because the way it preheats is it's like intense heat in the center and then it disperses throughout the oven and when it's through preheating, it's all good. (laughs) But if you put your food in, you burn it on the top if you put it in during the preheat. So you have to preheat. So over the past year and a half or so, we have gotten used to preheating our oven. So anyway, um, so I'm going along and I'm, I'm reading. So first of all, I don't do well with this much sugar divided. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. That just bugs me. Mm-hmm. Why can't you say this much sugar and this much sugar? So I put the whole cup and a half of sugar in the cake batter. Yeah and a quarter it's it was only a quarter cup this time so it wasn't like I put twice as much sugar as I should have had but for a sponge cake I learned you basically make meringue and then mix it into your cake oh, batter that you made okay. and that's what's supposed to make it light and fluffy because you've got this foamy thing mm-hmm. that you mix into your regular cake batter. So you use the egg whites, <clears throat> not the yolks. I used both. The yolks oh. were in the cake batter and the whites I made the the meringue part out of. Okay. So, I'm going along and it says do this, your you've got your poppy seeds in are soaking in boiled milk. I Okay, I've never made my own poppy seed anything, so mm-hmm. I didn't know you had to boil them like soak them yeah. i thought you just poured them in yeah, yeah. but apparently you don't
3: well at least, not for at this least in this recipe
2: <laughs> so i had to boil a half a cup of milk which is very odd I've never oh this is boiled definitely way past
3: 15 minutes <laughs> so
2: <laughs> just thinking it through right yeah. <laughs> so i i had my my poppy seeds soaking and then i start putting together the cake batter and I get to add flour and salt and gently mix. So I've got all my other stuff in. Okay. I also had to grate lemon and orange rind, mm-hmm. which takes time. Yes. It's not, mm-hmm. a t- it's not a burdensome thing, but it takes time. Fifteen minutes, give or take a few. No. Not going to happen. Okay. By this time, my oven was already preheated.
1: Oh, the one that takes <laughs> a really
2: long yeah, time. that's the one. <laughs> okay. So... It says add flour and salt and gently mix. So I go over to my list of ingredients. Flour is not listed. So oh. I don't know how much flour I'm supposed to put in this, in this cake powder. So I'm looking at it. And I'm thinking, well, I've got a cup and a half of sugar over here. I've got a cup and a half of butter Okay, I'll put a cup and a half because I'm thinking I've I've made pound cakes where you put more flour than you put sugar or mm-hmm. butter. Uh huh. I I've, I've you know so okay I'll put the same amount and I'll just see how my batter looks. Uh huh. And so I did, and it and it there it is. This is the photocopy of that page, Chris. I promise you, I didn't make it up.
1: <laughs> she didn't black it <laughs> right out. In 50
0: the 50. I'm like, are you sure you copied the whole thing?
2: <laughs> that is the whole page right there. I promise. So. I put in not making it up, up, Chris. So then I did my little meringue thing. And so you pour your pop, you drain the poppy seeds so you don't, like you throw away the boiled milk, which sounds really <laughs> stupid to me. Why did I waste all this milk? Why yeah. can't I just soak them in water uh-huh. or in, I don't know. Anyway. Or just
3: throw them in there without soaking.
2: Yeah, whatever. I don't know. So anyway, I've, I've made my little meringue thing which is like basic meringue. It's all the right proportions and all that. And then I fold in the poppy seeds, and then I fold that into my cake batter, and I put it in my pan. So this cooks. It calls for a bunt pan, but I don't have a bunt pan, so I put it in my tube pan. And it cooked for 50 to 60 minutes until done. It was fine, but it came out like a pound cake. So I'm thinking if I ever try this again, I'll try... A half cup of flour mm-hmm. and see if it actually cooks. So, You know, I if it would... comes out as a cake texture, lighter.
1: I would do a quick search for a, a Google search yeah, on like a, just a, a sponge. basic sponge cake yeah, and see about how much flour they use uh-huh. in comparison, uh, comparison okay. to the other Well, I did
2: look up the definition of a sponge cake, uh-huh. and it does include this foamy thing that mm-hmm. you mix in with your batter to make it light and fluffy yeah but it didn't turn out light and fluffy and that's probably because i put too much flour in yeah. it so anyway so i t- so this is what i do with recipes that i try for the first time i take them and make other people eat them <laughs> so i was going to a meeting and i had agreed to bring refreshments so i brought this cake now, I did uh-huh. try a little sliver of okay, it to good. make sure that it was not just
1: horrible. Because I've done that, too, and it's, yeah, not good.
2: Um, so, I took this cake, and I and I kind of pulled people. So, tell me what you think. I'm, I'm This is a brand-new recipe. I'm trying to just get responses. Mm-hmm. And people liked it. Hmm. So, it was okay, but it's not a sponge cake. I, in my opinion, it needed more lemon and less poppy seed. Mm. Oh. Um. Because... Like, I bought a bottle of poppy seeds. It Uh called for a half a cup, and this is what I found was a bottle. And I used the whole bottle because it was not quite a half cup, and it was way too much, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. But it could have used more lemon. So I could have just put lemon juice because all the lemon that's in here is grated lemon rind. Mm-hmm. And then grated orange rind goes with it too.
1: So a lot of times they do. You have they have you put the juice yeah. and the right, yeah.
2: right. You grate it and then. So I've got yeah. a sitting mm-hmm. on my counter right now a naked orange and three naked lemons oh, <laughs> because no. I had to grate them. <laughs> you know, grate <laughs> the rind off them, and that, and they look weird now because you know, <laughs> ugh, they're are they cold? Nasty. But anyway, um, so it was good. But I was disappointed in what is her name, Kate White. Kate White, the supposedly the editor of this book. If you leave out flour from your list of ingredients on a cake recipe, yeah, I
0: can't get past that. The (laughs) fact that the flour is not listed here. I know,
2: and it makes you wonder what else may
1: be missing.
2: Yeah, in the whole book.
1: Well, that too, but yes. So yeah. I was just I mean, thinking that this, recipe, this but yeah,
2: recipe. I mean, it didn't it didn't mention any other thing that I was supposed to that put you looked in. Over and were like, I don't see yeah. this on my ingredients, right? Yeah. So flour was the only thing not listed, but still, I, I thought, wait, but it's that's... in the directions. Mm-hmm. It is in it's the directions. It's just not listed how much yeah. to use. Exactly. So you Which just is kind of dance? important. Maybe like it assumes that you cake. already
0: know how much flour you need to use in a sponge cake. Then why cake? wouldn't
2: it assume you know how much of anything else? Because that that's easy.
0: how to make it a different kind of sponge cake.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe so. I'm, I'm just trying to. This is your right? basic sponge cake recipe. I'm trying
0: to. Yeah,
2: half yeah, cup of flour. <laughs> yeah, but but I mean, I don't, everybody knows. I about. don't really believe that.
0: That's just that's how I'm spinning it. Help,
2: Kate. Why? do this? Difficult situation she's put herself in. Yeah. Well,
1: that and she let Lee Child slip through with that coffee recipe.
0: Yeah. It's like you're talking about if you forget to preheat your oven. What if you forget to list all the ingredients? Yeah. No
2: kidding. (laughs) Well, that yeah. Publicly call me out out for not preheating my oven. (laughs) That certainly didn't help me get through in 15 minutes, give or take a few. Yeah. So it took me 25 to 30 minutes to put this all together. And then I still had to wait an hour for it to bake. Yeah. Okay. But it was, it was tasty. I would, I would do it differently next time. But, but you would make it again. I would. Not just any random day. Mm-hmm. It would probably be if I had, well, I mean, it makes a big cake. So mm-hmm. it would, I would want it to be a time when I had lots of people to to give Help cake me to eat you? my cake <laughs> to yeah. share it with. I don't to push
1: it off on. No. Yeah, exactly. Eat this
2: cake. I'm terrible. Yeah. About, I love to bake, uh-huh. but I'm terrible about I eat the whole thing because nobody, like everybody else in my house, everybody, there are two other people in my house, they will each have a slice, and then the rest of it's left for me because they just don't come eat anymore. Hmm. They, they just don't for whatever reason. I don't know. So I try not to bake unless I have... A group mm-hmm. to take it to. Anyway. So I thought this was a really interesting experiment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I found an author that I kinda this it's pretty fun.
0: I found a recipe I really like.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Eh. I found a lot <laughs> and, of good short stories. Yeah. <laughs> I think
4: was the, okay, the, the, the only one, one that is, came out yep. with nothing. Th-
3: Mm. Well, if I want, if I ever want to make one of those, like, cookie cakes, like one of those giant cookies that's a cookie cake, I would mm-hmm. probably use this recipe for that. So there's that. Okay. <laughs> so, well, that's something. Just for
1: a bland cookie that you could
3: decorate, De- like, uh-huh. you know, happy birthday on
1: well, it, like know, one of those yeah, big ones. you know, yeah, you got to have like a good
2: like, recipe to, to be the basis of that. Yeah, to be a, That's a not too sweet, because if you're going to decorate it up with icing, you're going to be adding a mm-hmm. lot of sweet, so yeah so there's that and i'd add nuts to it
3: how often do you do that never (laughs) (laughs) but if i
4: ever wanted wanted to to, now now i have
1: a recipe recipe for it (laughs) you're prepared Well, I think that the the books are both worth checking out, and you know yeah. you might find a, a recipe that's fun and yeah.
3: I mean, yeah.
4: I mean
2: absolutely.
3: We yeah.
4: only
2: did four recipes
4: yeah. out of the whole book, and there's a lot. And there's,
2: yeah, a ton- there's a ton. That, I mean, like we didn't even touch the entrees, yeah, the side dishes, that kind of stuff. So we didn't yeah. get into the yeah. cocktails, mm-hmm. we did, so. Mm-hmm. right? So it's Mystery Writers of America Cookbook, semi-edited by Kate White. Mm-hmm. And Manhattan Mayhem, edited by Mary Higgins Clark. Mm-hmm. So come check them out. Yeah, hear
0: it's it definitely mm-hmm, definitely worth checking out. Yep. I just gotta say, Man. wickedly good recipes from these authors, and then other acclaimed plotsters. Mm-hmm. Is that a Something that people say, or is that Slot supposed to stirrers. be a, a spin on Potster? Yeah, I
3: think so. Yeah, okay, I think all right. And I'm gonna say that I really love the whole look of the Mystery Writers of America cookbook. Yeah, it does. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's got a great cover. It it just looks really nice, no- and it's a really well put together book. Like it's got really nice pictures of things. Like this is what this is supposed to look, right.
1: look like. Mm-hmm. That's true. And yeah. So, and I thought it was fun that they wrote the paragraph or two about mm-hmm. why they maybe chose this recipe, yeah. or maybe some yeah, information yeah, yeah. about it. Yeah. So. Yeah,
3: mm-hmm. so of, even if you don't want to make it, like it's still a good book to like flip through and look at.
1: Yeah,
0: I think right. next next time they should make a Mister with the one with recipes and stories in it. Yeah. Oh, so you don't have to perfect. go fishing yeah. around. So you don't
2: have to go yeah. looking around mm-hmm. for that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and include less recipes Holy with
2: pots cow, of coffee we could and, so be and more stories <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't we? We, we could do that. Yeah. So be publishers. Oh yes, we have such good ideas. Yes, we do. Okay. All right. You're um, listening to the Long Overdue yes. Podcast from Decatur Public Library. <laughs> Thanks for listening.
4: Mm-hmm.